Hi, everyone, and welcome to Embodying Your Higher Self, Tools for Living Consciously. My name is Michelle Chimpaka. Today, I have a very special guest right here from Puerto Escondido, where I'm living. Her name is Ash Kaler, and um, she's an amazing woman. Um, she has a passion. Her passion is for uplifting others to find vibrational harmony with their true desires and as a professional matchmaker with 14 years experience, together with her mastery skills in Reiki, Ash brings a new perspective on what it means to find true love. Her approach allows you to become your own matchmaker in a way. And by using the logistical energetics of the emotional body to balance out the spiritual body, her clients learn to trust their own voice again. Wow. I think you're the first matchmaker I've ever had on this show, Ash. I'm really excited to hear more about what you're doing. And um, so please tell us a little bit more of like how you got to this place of starting to move beyond just being a matchmaker, but bringing in the energetics of, you know, working with the soul and working with, you know, the emotional bodies and so forth. Sure, sure. Uh, thank you for having me. So, Journey, I guess, started uh, when my job as a matchmaker, it's not that it didn't uh, resonate with me anymore, but I just felt that there was this lingering pattern, if you will, with my clients. And I, the matches that I was making just felt kind of empty, I guess, in a way. And not the job almost became not fulfilling for me. And I didn't feel as if I was... I don't know, giving my clients what they needed, but I couldn't put my finger on it. I didn't know why. I just kind of felt depleted, I guess, in a way. Um, so that, that was probably after a decade. And then fast forward, um, maybe five or six years later, I found Reiki. Uh, well, Reiki found me. And as soon, you know, after my first session, my entire perspective changed. I, there was a complete shift in me, not only in my personal life, but also in my professional life. So everything kind of started to come together. And I, you know, not only healing myself, I kind of got the answer of what my clients were missing and, you know, what I wasn't providing them or what they all had in common, which is in essentially the same thing. And it just felt as if it was... I guess a lack, a lack of self-love, a lack of confidence, a lack of, um, you know, just being true to yourself. So having that notion or having that awakening, if you will, really kind of sent me into, I don't want to say a spiral, that sounds negative, but it kind of sent me into a whirlwind of curiosity. So that kind of led me on my journey to really pursuing Reiki. And I went through the trainings and became a Reiki master. And now my new journey, uh, if you will, is to incorporate my matchmaking in my Reiki and really trying to highlight their qualities rather than, you know, highlighting their lacks, their lack thereof. And if that makes sense. Yes. Yeah. Wonderful. Wonderful. Yeah. So, you know, I know this journey to, you know, self-realization or just really just knowing who we truly are it can be rife with challenges. And do you think like there was um, a turning point in your life 
that really got you kickstarted on this path of wanting to delve deeper into energy work? I can tell you specifically with, well, what, what kicked off with energy work is when I first had my first session. I almost, after the, the first session, I knew about Reiki, but I really didn't know about Reiki. And it was kind of um, by accident that all of that happened. And the next day after my first session, I almost felt like I was on ecstasy. I was running around the city and I was like, oh my gosh, I just felt this you know, this weight lifted off of me. So after that, I almost became a kind of like obsessed and just so intrigued and curious. And I just needed to learn more and more and more. Um, so that was kind of the peak of my, you know, exploration in energy healing and, you know, holistic modalities. But in regards to realizing what was lacking in my matchmaking is just different different clients. Uh, I can remember one off the top of my head. Uh, he was a widower and he had been in a relationship for, excuse me, married, excuse me, in a uh, marriage for 40 plus years. And he thought that, you know, getting remarried was the right thing to do, but he needed so much more. He didn't need me as a matchmaker. Right. He needed there were so many steps prior to me saying like, Hey, this is Julie. Hey, this is this, this is this. He wasn't ready to that. He just wanted to fill the void of the lack of self-love or the, the, you know, of the loneliness or things yeah. like that. So I, I, I just have a special place in my heart for that gentleman. And that was kind of towards the end of my specific agency matchmaking um, career. So he always lingered with me because I always wanted to help him, but I didn't know how to help him. And he only thought the only way that I could help him was a match. And that's not what he needed. He didn't need that. And now I'm able to realize that, yes. that, you know, it's like if we just kind of start from, you know, backtrack, I don't want to say square one, but if we can backtrack and find out what your needs are, you know, you have to be love, you know, before you find love. So absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. I agree. I know for myself, I've got, you know, I've, you know, I separated from my partner um, just over a year and a half ago. And I literally spent this past, you know, 18 months or so just partnering with myself and really loving and caring for myself. And it's only now after really nurturing myself and doing some work and healing some, you know, some old wounds that I'm starting to feel ready. And I think it's absolutely, that totally makes sense to me what you're saying, that we can't really love anybody else if we're not even loving ourselves. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So we have to start from yeah. here, from yeah. that place of self-love. And I love that. And um, what have been some of the sort of the gifts of doing this work? Like what has been like, oh, wow, this is what makes it all worthwhile. Tell us a little bit of uh, your experiences with some special moments in your time as a matchmaker? Uh, it's funny. Everyone, whenever I've, I've done interviews or anything of that nature, or even, you know, talked with friends, everyone says, well, how many marriages do you have? Or how many, how many marriages have had babies? You know, like ah. that they, they, they have always, and I always struggled with that, you know, as if I have like a tally and saying like, oh, well, as of 2010, I had X number of marriages and, they had this many of babies and the, you know, this, they've, they've, um, you know, they're on relationship on, you know, eight months and they moved in together. So that was always like a, 
don't know. It was always a struggle because that's not what matchmaking or that's not what I consider matchmaking. What it's all about is my success is I always, I always just had it be uh, reflected by what stage that person came to me at, you know, I mean, a success is somebody coming to me and, you know, not having the confidence to, you know, step out at it and shake someone's hand, introduce themselves, you know, cower, you know, in the, in the corner. So if we can get past that and, you know, having the confidence to do, you know, such and such, that's a success. So it's just about getting out of your comfort zone into what your, you know, what, what, what your desires are, what your needs are. So everybody is at different stages. Yes. A marriage is wonderful, but that's not, that's, you know, that's, that's not fair to say that would be just my end goal. You know, my, my end goal is to, you know, make you feel fulfilled, you know, let's clear out all of the, you know, self-limiting beliefs and, you know, get you to where you want to be, whatever stage that is. If it's marriage, wonderful. If it's, you know, getting in a healthy relationship, getting on more dates, you know, it's all where you are, where you want to be. Awesome. Awesome. You know, and I think there's a lot of people that have been really lonely because, you know, during this pandemic, you know, a lot of people have been locked down. They've even lost their ability to, to, how do I date again? How do I, you know, date offline, you know, like actually meet somebody in person and, um, you know, maybe they've lost their self-confidence. There's, so many things that have occurred over the last few years as a result of, of this pandemic and the isolation that people have gone through. I don't know if you have any tips or advice to share with people that are just getting back into dating again. What, what are some do's and what are some don'ts? That's a better way of putting it. So when it comes to things like that, I, um, the tips are always the most obvious and I always, I always say, I'm like the easiest thing that you could do. People could say, well, you could, you should go to, you know, a social event here. You should go to a sporting event. You should look online and go to meetup.com and find, and all of that is wonderful. But I think that the best thing to do is just get like, get out there and introduce yourself. That's it. Just like, I always say like the hello challenge, walk up to someone and say, hi, nice to meet you. I'm Ash. And that if it, if it doesn't, you know, if it doesn't work out, then, you know, you have nothing to lose. If anybody would ignore you after saying, like, after an introduction, you don't want to be, you know, around them anyways. Uh-huh. It's just about, you know, it's just, yeah, it's really just about putting, like, one foot in front of the other. You know, the events, socials, being online and dating apps, I think that they're all beneficial. I don't disagree with any of them. I think that they're just more avenues to explore and to take. I, th- I recommend, you know, using all of those avenues at the same time. You know, can't hurt as long as you're focused. But yeah, at the end of the day, just get out there, whether it's online or in person, just introduce yourself. Just introduce yourself. Just introduce yourself. Hello challenge. Say as, hello to as many people as you can. And, you know, the right person who's matched with your, you know, your vibration uh, will work, you know, and then that'll be a conversation, whether it, you know, blossoms, who knows, but you, you know, you crack the shell and just keep on going. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. What about don'ts? Are there any don'ts? Because I know like, Don't, people, yeah. <laughs> like what happened to me recently. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's a good example. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Save the box of tissues. Um, so the don'ts, I, 
I mean, it's honestly just kind of the opposite of what I just say. Don't, uh, you know, don't keep to yourself. Don't shy away. Don't not try new things just because you haven't done it before. Don't, don't be lazy. Dating is, is dating is a job. You have to kind of treat, if you are serious about finding the one, you have to treat it like a job. And these people, man or woman, they're being interviewed that you were interviewing them to be part of your life. So if you're really, really, really interested in, in pursuing it, treat it like a job, get out there, say hello, go to the next event. That one sucked. Go to the next one. Just, you know, do it to your, you know, your energy level. Don't exhaust yourself, you know, not, don't bring it to like a nine to five, but have fun with it. But, you know, put some devotion to it. It's really what you want. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Well, that's, that's good advice. I think so. I mean, I think for me, I'm not really, um, I'm not fully invested in it is what I'm realizing. And I'm yeah. sure that a lot of people don't admit that, you know, like they're not, if you're not really invested in it, how can you expect a return on your investment? Right. And, um, so I'm, I'm quite happy right now being on my own, but I know a lot of people out there are not happy and they're very lonely and they're, I guess what I want to say is after my experience, don't be desperate on your day. <laughs> I went out with somebody and I will not, who will remain unnamed. Um, but um, there was a desperation. There was a very needy energy and it really just turned me off. And I think, um, and that's a sign that we need to do more work on ourselves and that there's something that we're not in ourselves feeling complete. And we're looking outside of ourselves for somebody else to make that complete. And that's the worst thing you can do, I think. And so that's what happened to my first date after 20 years. And that's because I was married for 16 and dated my husband for two more on top of that. And uh, so, yeah, 20 years, and it, it, it wasn't a great date, <laughs> but I didn't lose hope. And that's the other yeah. thing. I didn't lose hope. And I'm just like, okay, it was good practice. Yeah. Don't take it too seriously. Don't, Don't take it personally. Yeah. Like, okay, I'll try again. And maybe next time, I'll ask more specific questions to get to know the person a little bit better before I make an arrangement to date them. Right, so right, that's one thing right. I've learned anyway. Yeah. I, I mean, I completely agree. I just think that, and I, I kind of want to clarify what I said about the job, because when we job, we think of just, I don't know, kind of has a little bit of a negative connotation, yeah. maybe just because I have a, you know, yes. a different type of job, yes, but yes. Um, but like you said, just play with it because that's what you're going to attract back. You know, if you're, you know, you know, kind of take it too seriously, you, you put up that resistance, you know, everyone who used to come to me was wanted to know when, where, and how, and I, I understand that because everybody wants to know that, but that right there creates that block of resistance. You could still want to know when, where, and how, but take away the attachment to the answers Absolutely. and play with it. And that's where, you know, that vibrational harmony will, will meet each other. Awesome. I love that. I love that so much. And um, I mean, I don't know if you want to share, but um, I'd love to hear, like, what has been one of your biggest realizations about something in dating that you weren't doing right, that you realized if, 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 I, did, if I did it again, I would do this differently? Would you be willing to share that with us? Or? Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, I know the answer right away. <laughs> um, I was uh, listening to my clients at face value. I was putting a Band-Aid over uh -huh. 
over everything. So, you know, Greg would come to me and say, hey, Ashley, I want somebody who's between these age ratios. She's Jewish. She, you know, kids, whatever, whatever the circumstances is, it would be a laundry list. And I would do my best on paper to get that. And also, you know, kind of get to know my, 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 the members and, you know, make that match. But it was just, it was just a match. It was just a match. It was everything was on surface value. And it was, it was nothing more than that. And I couldn't really promise anything more because I didn't really believe after a while what I was doing. I don't, I'm not saying that for every matchmaker. And I do believe in the process of matchmaking. I think it's a beautiful thing, actually, bringing two people together and, you know, in unison, I think it's wonderful. But my biggest mistake was just getting their laundry list and delivering. Oh, wow. And not, yeah, not asking, like you had said before, not asking the questions that were needed to be asked, you know, even whether it's for personal or, you know, to match someone else. You need to have that foundation to see, you know, if this, in fact, is worthwhile pursuing as a matchmaker and personally. Absolutely. And so... So if people were to come and work with you, like typically how long, I mean, I know that's a bit of a hard question to answer in some ways, but generally what is the minimum amount of time that people can work on, you know, work with you to really see results and start to be able to, you know, get more matches and feel more confident in their dating life. And well, I mean, as, as you, you know, kind of already stated, it really all depends. You know, yeah. it depends on the client and whatnot. But um, I can tell you that men always want six months. My client and my contracts are 12 wow. because what do they want? They want quick fixes. Oh. I'm like, oh, you're going to work with me for a year. Okay. And they're like, oh, no, six months sounds good. I'm like, well, I think a year. You look, this, this seems like it should be more effective if we work <laughs> together for a year, you know, you know, based on your traveling schedule, you know, so whatever the circumstance is. Um so generally, I like a year. And the reason for that is because the first month I always tell my clients is um, just kind of ramping up. Second month, I'm going to screw up. So I'm going to deliver all of the women that you want. They're not good for you, but I'm going to deliver what you need. The third month, you're actually going to kind of listen to me. Oh. And, you know, and, and that's where we are. The momentum starts coming. I'm like, yeah, yeah, you liked her because she's beautiful and she has a, you know, so on and so forth. But she's not compatible with you. So three months is where we get kickstarted. And then it's kind of oh. uphill from there. But it's always it's always a roller coaster because, you know, relationship is just in general, is um, a very, you know, sensitive stomach. Oh, excuse me, sensitive topic. Excuse me, sensitive stomach. Yeah, sensitive topic. Um, a year is uh, what I like, but okay. yeah, it, 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 it has been longer. It has been longer. Yeah. Absolutely. So tell us, you know, a little bit more about, like, you're bringing in energetics now, and that's something very new and different to matchmaking, and how can that change things, or how can it exponentially yeah shift things for people that are that are looking to find their true love Mm -hmm. so my focus with uh energy healing in in together with uh matchmaking is has a few different components uh you know again depending on what stage um someone comes to me for but um clearing self-limiting beliefs 
self-sabotaging um, thoughts and beliefs, healing yourself in between relationships, finding, you know, that self soul love when you're single. Yeah. So it's, you know, it's preparing, it's being okay by yourself. It's, it really is just a reset. Yes. You know, it's a reset. It's a cleanse. It's a reset. It's so you don't bring all of that crap with you to the next relationship and attract that to you and the, the new one. It's, you know, it, it's, it's a fresh start or it's a restart, you know, depending on, you know, where we are. So I just, I want to use it to give my clients a, a strong foundation, whether they are, their focus is to meet new people or to be by themselves. They're going to be content. They're going to be, you know, just living in love, you know? Yeah. Just living in love. And I think that's really important because, you know, you're going to be attract, if you live that way, you're going to be attracting that to you. And that's why everybody comes to a matchmaker anyways. You know, I want them to, as I said in the beginning, to essentially be their own matchmaker, attract what they need yeah. at the right time. Wow. I'm, I feel like I'm learning so much today because I've personally never been to a matchmaker, but I, I, I'm, I'm very intrigued. <laughs> I'm very intrigued. And I just want to open it up in case anybody would like to live studio, there is a little phone icon that you can click on um, if you're on your phone. I don't know if you're accessing from a computer. I don't see that there is one, but if you're on your phone, you can actually click on and come into the live studio and ask Ash a question. So please don't be shy. This is an amazing opportunity for you to get, um, get your burning questions answered um, about matchmaking and about finding true love. So yeah, sometimes, sometimes we do get people coming in. Sometimes we don't. Um, so yes. Um, what did I want to ask you? Is there, what kind of tools would you recommend to help people maybe get prepared for finding their true love? Is there anything that they can do to prepare? I don't know if you have any ideas about that. Take time for yourself. Take as much, to be honest with you, it, it kind of seems like uh, contradictory, but um, be by yourself. Yeah. Med you know, meditation, stay with yourself, stay with your thoughts, journaling, just be able to be within yourself, by yourself and single. Yes. You know, in order to be paired with someone, I just, it sounds silly, but um, yeah, I think that the best tip is to, yeah, just be being confident, being um, self-assured and yeah. And that, that alone will prepare you for whatever you're attracting, which will be, you know, true and vibrant love. Absolutely. And, and it kind of brings, um, begs the question about trauma bonding, because what happens if you're not really in a space of, of genuine self-love and, and a place of feeling really confident and whole and complete, and you're in a place of really being wounded and um, have a lot of traumas and you haven't dealt with them, then you end up attracting that. And then you've got two people together with their traumas mm -hmm. and their bonding mm -hmm. And it's a recipe for disaster. Yeah. So I know this from experience. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, I've had that happen when I wasn't in a good space. And I, wow. So I guess I would definitely recommend work on yourself. Sure. Be happy. Clear yeah. yeah, clear up your your, um, your own life. Mm -hmm. 
and then you're going to attract that higher level, right? Mm-hmm. Well, this is what I've learned anyway. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Clean up your space so you could start anew. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Absolutely. So anybody here, would you like to ask Ash a question? Please come in. Don't be shy. We have another um, few minutes left. Is there anything else, Ash, that you want to share about your journey um, and about why, you know, maybe about why doing this work is meaningful for you? Why does it matter to you? Um, and I guess I, it, it matters to me. I just genuinely, from my heart, I really, truly love helping people, whether that is you know, through matchmaking or, you know, some other kind of, you know, problem or situation. I just genuinely like listening and, and, you know, kind of getting to the core of, you know, what's needed, but also so they know that they're not alone and that there's answers. Because a lot of people, when it comes to relationships, it's just, they, they feel that they need it because it feels so good, but they, when they don't have it, they feel so alone and helpless and distraught. And it's not something that you can buy. <laughs> you know, you can't, you can't buy it. And kind of contradictory because in matchmaking, the way I used to run the business is buying love. And I just... I just kind of, I don't know, drifted away from it. And now I just want to focus on, um, you know, allowing people to find it because I feel like that, yeah, that's just extremely passionate, a passion of mine. Oh, beautiful, beautiful. And can you tell us, um, what are your offerings? What are you offering right now? Like what kind of services are you currently offering and what are your plans for the future? Yeah. So currently I'm just offering uh, Reiki sessions, but in the future, I'm in the midst of developing, excuse me, developing some programs that integrate uh, coaching and, uh, and Reiki. Awesome. Awesome. Well, I'm excited about that. That sounds really cool. And how do people get in touch with you? Do you have a website um, and what are your socials? I'll be sure to post them as well in the description so people can find it on my Podbean webpage. Sure. So my socials, uh, Facebook and Instagram, they're both at Ash Kaler, K-A-Y-L-O-R. And my website is a uh, work in progress right now. So it's not live yet, but that will be Ashley Kaler. My first and last name spelled out. Okay. Com. Wonderful, wonderful. So it'll be really easy for you to find um, Ash. It's been such a pleasure to have her on the show. And um, before we say goodbye, is there anything else, any words of wisdom or anything at all that you'd like to share with people about love? I did read, and it's, I did read a quote the other day that kind of just resonated with me and, and my new approach. What And it read, um, uh, don't seek love, be love, and love will find you. Oh. So I thought that was really nice because it just... It just resonated with me and, and, you know, approaching matchmaking and a new perspective with Reiki. I just liked it. I think oh, it. Oh, I love that. Don't yeah. seek Don't love, seek love, love, be love. And love, love will find you. you. I really resonate yeah. with that one too. Yeah. And I feel that as well. And I feel we do, you know, we do become the invitation mm-hmm. uh, for love when we are radiating love. That makes sense. And, um, that's so beautiful. Yeah. I'm really excited yeah. to see what you're going to be doing in the future, Ash. We'll and have more stories then. Yes. No, no. <laughs> this is awesome. It's been so great to have you on the show Thank today. You. 
Thank you so much Thank for being you. here. Yeah, you're very welcome. And um, if you are in Puerto Escondido, Oaxaca, or you're planning to come this way, Ash can do Reiki sessions in person. Um, so be sure to reach out to her through her contacts that she just shared. I'll also put them on the webpage. And I just want to thank all of you for your support. Please like and follow this podcast, Embodying Your Higher Self, Tools for Living Consciously. And I also have some cool mentoring programs. You can find out more about what I'm doing at spiritweaver, W-E-A-V-E-R, journeyswithans.com. And you can follow me on Instagram at, at spiritweavergal. So thank you, everyone. And for those of you who are listening to the recording, have a great day or night wherever you are. Lots of love.